We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show, the place where we peel back the onion on the inner workings of the show. You can always download this by listening to the normal DA show, iTunes feed, or other places that the DA show podcast is available. But it's also available on its own feed to search Permission Granted. And Mraz joins me now. Now, a couple of things to get to, some, some housekeeping moments. Let's go back to last week to start off with. And we had Jacob Wilkins and Dave Shepard, a.k.a. producer Shep, on the side via the PGP. This was after Extreme Jakeover, Lisa Ramos came in, et cetera. You listened to Side B, and you said it may have been the most compelling Side B in PGP history, and you weren't even involved. Correct. I really felt that way. I thought those two characters going back and forth, acting like they cared about each other while throwing subtle shots, really, to me, was fascinating radio on a podcast. You thought they were acting like they cared about one another. (sighs) Yeah, I think deep down both believes they are better than the other and therefore are probably friendly, but it was a, there was a tinge of fakeness going on there between both. What do you mean they believe they're better than each other? Like, I believe Jacob looks at Shep and sees Shep and says, I am not in the same stratosphere as him as far as fashion, as far as career, as far as life trajectory. And I think Shep looks at Jacob. You think that Jacob feels more like he's more professional and more accomplished? Yes, than, than Shep. And I think Shep looks at Jacob and goes... I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be better than that guy. And I think there's a, I think there's a little bit of a, hey, you know what? You're a nice guy and I like you, but wait a minute. DA has thrown us in a forum where we're kind of viewed as both struggling with our appearance slash struggling with our careers. I hope he doesn't think I'm the same as that guy. And they're both thinking the same thing about each other. So when you put them on the PGP and you get more of a forum where they're not just doing sachets in front of Lisa Ramos, and they could talk about these things, and you put them in the Q&A, you did a good job of kicking back and letting those two hens gawk at each other. And I think it was just a bunch of passive-aggressive, you know, how do you not have a girlfriend, which is slang for, I have a girlfriend, screw you that you don't. And, you know, Shep answering a question seriously, and then Jacob coming back with, well, you know, I don't need this, I don't need that. And it was... Just, I'm going to remind you that I'm better than you while complimenting you the entire time. And to me, that's compelling. That's like, you know, four women at a hair salon with the big domes over them just, you know, going nuts. <laughs> so you felt, you had mentioned this to me off the air, you felt that when Shep said, how does this man not have a girlfriend, oh. talking about Jacob, it came off as being complimentary that, like, Jacob deserves to have a girlfriend, but you felt it was a passive-aggressive shot at him. Yeah, so let me ask you this. Would, do you think that Shep would have asked that same question if he was, quote-unquote, single? Because we'd only learned earlier that day that he was not. 
My answer to that would be no. No. Shep's saying that to remind him and remind everybody, hey, remember, I told you I have a girlfriend, so how could you not have, if I have a girlfriend, how could you not have a girlfriend? It was a reminder of, I'm better than you in that. It was it was fake. Or maybe just feeling his oats a little bit, that he okay. finally has a girlfriend. So maybe me saying he's fake on that, yeah, it's just more of a prideful, and by the way, he should feel pumped. He found... We assume a beautiful woman to hang out with them and stuff. We've never met her. They've been dating for three months. Shep considers her a girlfriend. I said, Shep, would she consider you a boyfriend? He said yes, but we have no confirmation. Right. And by the way, Shep, not a bad-looking guy. No. Not, even my Handsome. wife said later on, she goes, that's Shep? Oh, he looks good. But, yeah, I think when he says that, there's a tinge of, I'm feeling myself, and I'm going to remind you, Jacob, you might be a nice guy, but remember, you're single, loser. Like that's, I don't, that's I don't, how I interpret it. I don't it. think he is calling Jacob a loser. Well, he didn't. That's the problem. He he doesn't he's not mean enough to call him a loser, but he could say it without saying it. And that's what he was doing. So this comes back to the end of the side B where I ask them, is there anything that you've learned that you would like to change? Either about your fashion or your career trajectory or what have you, because they're both at a point where they want more. Jacob wants to be a regular play by play announcer. His aspirations are to be a big-time play-by-play guy on network TV, and Shep's aspirations is to become an NBA insider. Shep is a producer right now, behind the scenes, not really on air, and Jacob is calling chicken challenges for us and... Uh, LIU Brooklyn Baseball. Okay. So, at the end, I thought there was going to be some real reflection and self-awareness, and I will say I was a little surprised because... Both, neither one, both of them kind of gave the just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And that was a little eye-opening because I would have thought there would have been some. Now, Jacob gave less. Shep kind of suggested that he was going to pivot a little bit into developing some contacts, cover the A-10 tournament, and try to... Yeah, Shep's answer was way better because Shep, I I came away really thinking like he got it. Okay, you know what? I need to start thinking about this differently. It was Jacob where it was just like, why did we just do this for a couple hours with you, dude? So let's play this audio for you now. Here's Jacob's answer. Well, I don't think, see, I don't think it happens like that. It's not like I come out of here and I say, boom, we're going to, I am always tweaking. Well, you said you were enlightening. You said it was enlightening. Oh, on the fashion side. Well, okay. Right. Let's start there. All right, choose. Okay, and I like Express. So that was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That reaffirms what I thought. Express is a good place to go. Okay. Chelsea boots. Okay, that's something to think about. I didn't even know. I, I checked out the pictures after the segment. I'm like, oh, I know what th- those shoes are. Maybe I'll look into that. Okay. Career stuff's more. It's more nuanced. Okay. You always have to be looking to get to to see what's working, what's not working. But you have to believe in yourself as well. Okay. So what what's not working? What do you got to do? I don't think something's not working. Do you? I think okay. it's th- this is. I'm 30, going on 60 maybe, but uh, <laughs> it takes time to build a career. And you just got to, I think consistency is actually key. If you're switching, if you're going on the whim of the day and dramatically altering course, that I don't think that's good. I think you have to constantly be gaining feedback. But, right. yeah, I don't think you, I think you have to be steady as well. Okay, so to come out of that, I mean, Jacob basically says, just stay the course. And Jacob is 30. Jacob has been grinding for about eight years now since he graduated. Yeah, and he works hard, seemingly. I mean, maybe I think things, he's very good, too. Yeah, and things just haven't broke his way. But and when we bring in here, and yeah, it's a bit and we're having fun, and 
you know, maybe you learn, like you mentioned, something about his shoes and you learn something else. But, you know, the idea, though, is we're bringing you in, acknowledging that we we're trying to give you that push that you're looking for. I think to turn around and say, oh, you don't have any realizations afterwards or, you, or you, it's impossible to. And I I think, I, you know, I just kind of got to stay the course. To me, that's it's almost insulting to the show. It's insulting. Wow, you took it as an insult to the show. Yeah, because it's, dude, we, we brought you in here to have fun, but we brought you in here to help you as well. And if you really feel like you don't need any help, my answer would be, why are you at LIU Brooklyn and doing updates part-time here then? I mean, obviously, there needs to be some kind of push of help, no? But not that I haven't figured out. Like, geez, I don't. But well, you went after Bogish hard right. last year. Hard. Are you going to go after Jacob as hard? There's a difference. I went after Bogish hard because he's already 40, married with two kids, and he's missing out on drinking with us. I don't care if Jacob drinks with us, number one. <laughs> number two, he is 10 years younger than Bogish, so he is he has the time. I For Bogus, there's more of a ticking clock for me. I don't know if there's necessarily a ticking clock on Jacob, but you can still speed up the process here. I, I Look, I just I thought it was insulting. Well, the one thing that I found insulting is maybe not the idea that Jacob said he's going to say the course. It was that he felt like he when he was a kid, he wanted to be part of the DA show calling chicken challenges, but he has graduated past that. Yeah. So what, we're, t- we're not good enough for him? Well, I mean, that's kind of part of it. Also, we're a top 10 show nationwide, bucko. Well, that's the thing. We're we're pretty successful at what we do. And you have Bogish, who's extremely well-respected in the industry, being part of our bits right. and being part of the fun. Bogish and, also, by the way, ahead of him in the depth chart of Long Island High School sport, sports calling as well. And so what Jacob felt three years ago... He was still young enough, immature enough to be goofy with us, but now he's this is kind of beneath him. He doesn't have that. What's he smoking a pipe in front of the fireplace, telling fireside chats? Come on. I mean, I don't know. And and also, let's be perfectly honest. Jacob is excellent in calling the chicken challenge and the wienerships. Correct. He'd be great on the rodeo for CBS Sports Network. Great. I don't know why he would run from that goofy side of him. That might be his ultimate potential. Imagine running from what you're really talented at. Yeah, because what? Terrible you want way to, be, to live. You, you want to be taken more seriously, I guess. Like, but you know, Vern Lundquist once did bowling for dollars. I mean, I just right. don't think you should ever feel like you're beneath, you're above something. And you never know if you're doing that goofy thing or calling that goofy event. You go down that who you might meet, who you might network with that might say, "Hey, I think you'd be really good at this," and maybe that's his path. Let me ask you this. Would you consider Jacob's career a success if he became the voice of the Westminster Dog Show, the running of the Bulls, and the X Games? Yeah. I would totally agree. And I think he'd be more well-known than if he was the backup voice of the Kansas City Royals. Completely agree. And I think that's maybe what Jacob's missing, that he's really good at the fun and funky stuff, quirky stuff. Go there. Don't, don't. Put yourself in some type of box because you're looking to be like the cookie-cutter, white-bread broadcaster. Right. To me, like, Jacob Wilkins is built for the Pro Bowl skills competition. Yes. If Jacob Wilkins is calling that, I bet you I'm more prone to stay with it than if Tessator's calling it. It's not against Tessator. I'm just saying, like, Wilkins would own that moment. And when we sent him to Las Vegas for the winter meetings, well, he was going to go yeah. anyway to try to get we himself. a strong <laughs> statement there. Very true. He went out there himself to try to network to get a baseball play-by-play gig. He came back with nothing. By the way, that's like the fifth year he's gone and come back with nothing. As Pete Gillen would say, he came back with ungats. Right. And we had this whole thing set up where he was going to do 
funny, quirky minor league play-by-play. So something for the jumbo shrimp or the train spotters or whatever. And he didn't want to do it. And don't you realize if you nail that, maybe the train spotters hear that clip because it goes viral and they go, we need that guy. And worst of all, he didn't want to do it, but instead of just not doing it, he followed through and did it half-assed. Yeah, like what happens and if— And take it from somebody who's done a lot of stuff half-assed in his life. It doesn't work out. <laughs> if the San Angelo poison dart frogs hear him go viral on YouTube and the DA show, and they're like, you know what? We want this guy to be our play-by-play guy. He's the DA show guy. Then that is exactly what he went to Vegas for to begin exactly. with. Exactly. The problem is, I think Jacob in many ways thinks he's too good for the poison dart frogs and thinks he should already be with the Yankees. Well, I think there was an element to when we heard him say, I'm just going to stay the course. I'm just going to do what I keep doing. I hope he ends up figuring it out. But I look, I think he missed a golden opportunity to acknowledge. He said he's not going to change anything. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, number two, I hear that I get blowback on side B uh-huh. about, what, filming Nomad and the Honeymoon. Let me give you the background backdrop on this. I released a new episode of Nomad this week. Here comes the plug. It is from uh, my honeymoon last August with the Bourbon Bell, and um, it was a great trip, and I was out there, and I kind of didn't want to step on any toes and be like, hey, I should, I should do a Nomad here because it's our honeymoon. Right. And she said, are you going to film a nomad here? And I was like, uh, do you think? And she's like, yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. So I was like, all right, I will, because it is a cool idea because the scenery is amazing and the food is cool. And there are some adventures on the island. Like I, I rode a, a moped for the first time with a helmet and I rode an electric twizzy, an electric car for the first time. So huh. there was some cool adventures. Huh. So I, I, uh, I, Filmed this, and I, then I edited it last week, and I just released it on Nomad, which you can find on YouTube by searching my name in Nomad. And what's your problem with this? Well, right away, I can tell you a couple of things. You've become real, as I've said, big fan of Nomad. I'm happy that I've made a few appearances. Uh, it's on my IMDb page for sure. Uh-huh. But when she says that you're going to film a Nomad, you obviously become very skilled at putting together these movies. Don't you think the correct answer could have been, you know what, honey? How about I film everything from our honeymoon and I put it together as a special for you package to remember this moment? Why do I have to put together a nomad for my own self-gain? That would be my question. Number two, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, on top of this, she gives you the okay. She obviously would love to see the footage. You wait till damn near a year after you got married to release this. About nine months. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't you think she gives you the okay? There should be some kind of rush order when you return home to make sure she gets to see how this special nomad that she's included in came out. Well, think about the one that have been interspersed in here. Two from our Boise trip. Yeah, I've seen a lot of empty weeks. By the way, <laughs> these are very labor intensive. I but very. I no look. I will say the quality of Nomad in season three is far better than the quality of Nomad in season one. But season one, we went through about 16 straight weeks of getting one, one a week. I realize. This has become like Law and Order on NBC. I never know when there's a new episode. (laughs) Well, look, they're hard to put together. And I was at a crazy clip in season one. I mean, I just couldn't keep up that clip. And so now I focused on production value and quality over just making sure I get one out. And that's totally true. And I'm also, I got 70 of these episodes out. 70. These take Hours upon hours, not only to shoot, but also to edit and to lay graphics and to do all this type of stuff. It's a lot of production. So, frankly, 
I got multiple projects around here at CBS. Well, who's telling you to take on this many things? Well, those I'm getting paid for. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so, yes, it took me a while to turn this around. But again, there were two from Boise. Okay. In this time, there were two from, from Boise. Also, one from Auburn, uh, Georgia, when I went to go see Auburn and the oh, Georgia Bulldogs. More fun with friends. I got to see those. Yeah. Yes. Then there were two from the Super Bowl. Okay. I remember. Yeah. No, I remember Mr. Mr. Peanut. Peanut. So there's been some major stuff popping up. Can I just ask you what month was your honeymoon in? It was in August. When did we go to Boise? October. Huh. I had a wedding, though, in September that you came to. Well, who so, should have many weddings? By the way, I came, to you, that? I came to your wedding after your honeymoon. What does that say? Does that say we've had too many? <laughs> we had the reception on the boat in August, and the week after that, we went on the honeymoon. And then in September, we had the big... The bash. The, the reception. So the first part was the ceremony, rather. So I had to get through the second wedding, because there's no way I'm cutting up seven hours of footage you know, to make sure I get this thing out before another wedding. The wedding stuff had to come first. So then the wedding happens. That's mid there's mid September. The first week in October, we're out in Boise. Then the se- the first week in November, I'm in uh, I'm in Georgia. Look, I saw you hiking Table Rock when I went and laid in bed. You could have come home and in the hotel and sh- and filmed this nomad. I think you just you dropped the ball too many times here. I, you're not wiggling out of this one. You have no idea. And and I think about you actually when I edit these. I do. I really do. <laughs> Because when I pull the footage off of my cameras, I've got multiple cameras. I've got my phone. I've got a GoPro, et cetera. Oh, I've seen. you got more tripods than a, than a Transformers movie. I'm uploading all of this footage, and it takes a long time. I'm dragging. I'm dropping them in this folder. I've got to transfer it over to this. I've got to transfer it over to the hard drive, et cetera. Your phone's dying. External drives, all this type of stuff. And then I've got to kind of like produce it. Like you've got to boil it down so that it's... It's feasible to try to edit. So I'm going through all of this. Then I'm going through all my stand-ups. Then I'm altering the audio. Then I'm altering the color, right? I'm doing all of this stuff. Then I'm overlaying graphics. Then I'm editing it. Then I come back to edit it. Then I come back the next day for the final cut, all this stuff. I mean, the production of a Nomad, just from a production after the footage, is like a seven, eight-hour process, okay? Now, on a day, and I'm not getting paid, I'm just sitting there for three or four hours grinding after my job here, after maybe I do TV at SNY or CBS or MLB Network, what have Boy, you. Boy, this just sounds like a lot like 2014 Mraz here. And I come home and I come home and I go, you know, I just want to watch this Michael Jackson documentary because everyone's talking about it. Uh-huh. And I go, but I'm two hours away from finishing Nomad, so I got to do this. Or I sit down and I go, I'd I'd love to watch the entire Alliance game, but I'm going to watch the snippets right now, the condensed version. And I think to myself, you know, Mraz just comes home and sits down and watches TV at four-hour clips. <laughs> he just sits down. Whatever game is on, he watches. Whatever show he wants to watch, he watches. He watches the commercials. He doesn't wait. He just watches. And I'm like, I could take these eight hours and just catch up on all the things I want to do sure. and just watch TV. But I don't. And now here you are killing me that I'm not getting out quicker. Well, I wouldn't be killing you if you didn't release the series to begin with. So you took on the responsibility to get them the heck out. That's ridiculous. I also want to add that I want to thank the listeners out there that bought a Permission Granted t-shirt. Very cool. There will be Permission Granted t-shirts for you guys, the staff here. Yeah, it's been rumblings around here. I'm What's sure going there on has there? been. I know you wore how that this, shirt about a month ago. I we know how the one. newsroom works. <laughs> no question. Okay, I know how the jealousy works. I know how the, the, the sniping works. The thing is, we had a, a limited edition run, and we sold more of them really? than I would have thought 
And so the ones that allocated to you guys, I had to make sure we kept in, um, you that, know, for totally understandable the take, supply. Take care of the paying customers. Correct, because you guys are not going to be paying. I assumed. So, um, but once we reorder, then I then I kind of know the numbers, then I can give you. So, what are you? What size? What brand? Uh, it's a Gildan. It's a ninety percent, ninety ten poly blend. I'm sure it'll shrink. So give me a two X. Two X. That's the that's the biggest we got. I only went up to two X. Well, how big do you think I am? I didn't think you were bigger than that. No, two X is fine. If it shrinks, I'll get that. I'm gonna. I had one or two listeners though that griped that we didn't have a three X or bigger, and well, I'm like, boy, how big do I got to get here? But we've catered to that kind of audience. <laughs> How big do you think I got to get on these? I think a three. If three. Anything, anything over a three X, I think it's time to eat a salad and not wear a shirt. <laughs> or buy two and cut right. them together. Right, exactly. Or maybe instead of buying the shirt, buy organic. Would be, <laughs> be my thought. Okay, so I can do a run of three X. Yeah, I think a run of. Th- but I mean, don't overrun it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I might. I might sell ten of those. Exactly. Eh, interesting. Interesting. But you can buy them online, okay, by just going to any of my social media pages. They're all over the place. Mm. But also, shop, you just search my name and shop. Uh-huh. Okay? Next to the Boise... Um, the book. The book. Yep. yep the Which book. I was flipping through last night, actually. All of our pictures from Boise. So, yeah, they've been they've been great. And if you bought one, take a picture and send it to me on social media so I can post it. How about that? Well, good job by you. We'll go have fun in spring training. I can't wait. Listeners, Sorry you guys got Jody Mack. Yeah, here. listeners, you guys don't... Hey guys, listening. I'm you're out. Oh, you're out all I'm three out. days. I'm just uh, locally with uh, Carl and Maggie oh, Bart. Wow, you got to get out of jail free card. I I'm do. Out. I do. A little gym in the morning during the show before I come in. So uh, once again, I'll have more hours to watch TV. No and kidding. Catch up on things. I can't believe how much stuff you watch. I'm so envious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's side A. Here's side B. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of Side B and executive producer of the DA Show, joined by my partner in grime, Andrew Bogish, the bogeyman. Hello. Did you say grime or crime? Partner in grime. Okay. Yeah, like so dirt. we're we're dirty. We're dirty. I right, just making sure I knew where we're going. That's Look, all. I'm just gonna get right to it. I think there was a chance in the public eye there was a step back in Alliance Prime Time for week number five, in that while it might have been enjoyable for some, it seems the song and dance and basically we've turned this thing to a musical, we need to rehearse a little bit. And I am fearful because I've gotten tweets that there is going to be a push for us to have to speak with somebody who could be a songbird, somebody who could teach us to sing in harmony. I don't even want to go there, but the name Huge Freeze. There's been calls for Robbie. See, first of all, folks, tweet at me too. Don't just, I I don't want to trust you as the messenger here. That's a good point. So, I mean, because you are more mature than compliments, me. critiques, whatever you want, you can send them my way as well. So, we can all work on this and make this better. I didn't, I, I thought yesterday or whatever day it was was good Monday. Mo- yeah, I thought Monday was excellent too. I thought, who are you, cuckoo? We had fun. We yeah. laughed. And I, I don't know. I mean, last week the missive, you know, had everybody fired up and we came out firing. And I thought this week went really well. I thought there were a lot of laughs to be had. Yeah, I mean, of course it's going to be clunky at times, but I think that comes with the territory. I mean, we're five weeks into a brand new league, a brand new bit, uh, you know, with trial and error and seeing what works, what doesn't. 
But apparently, if we're going full on, we're going to sing a couple songs throughout. And by the way, not every single thing's a song. Maybe do three. Right. Because you don't want to over-song this up. You don't want to create this to be a soundtrack of the life. But uh, maybe listeners are just looking for a way to get Huge Freeze unbanned. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't want to see our singing cause a huge no. freeze firestorm. I mean, I, first of all, I've I've been a proponent of trying to find legitimate and illegitimate ways to get huge back on the show almost from point. day one here. So, like, I, on one Very hand, I'm point. all in on this. On the other, going back to Monday, now, the one issue I created, because, like, on the fly, I changed the words to our do a little dance, make a little love thing. It just right. happened. It was in the moment. But like, that could happen. It creativity could took yes. me over, and I changed the words, which you didn't know that messed up. The Zach Stacy's mom thing, absolutely work in progress, but we're almost there. Yes. Who, uh, the Who Are You, we nail that. And, by the way, it was only discussed five minutes before we went on the air. Right. I mean, we that was a home, home run, touchdown, whatever sports metaphor you want to use here. We nailed that one. Now, like, I don't want people to get. I don't want to be the victims of our own success here. That, that's that all a great of a sudden point. we're held to this super high standard that's going to be tough to meet every single week. I thought Monday was fine, more than fine. The Monday was good. That's a great point. Victims of our own success. You know what? I'm going to get illegal here. We're so damn good at this that people are expecting more. Right. And I, I got to be honest. I'm a little worried about our. You know, I might be the dictator. Da might be the dictator. I'm a little worried. You know, he sent out that missive, and you're, you know, you're giving it your all every week, like we are. You, you know, he was very, I think, diplomatic about how it went. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen him yet on a Tuesday morning, so who knows? After he re-listens and reanalyzes it twelve times and overthinks right. it, what could happen? Can but, we get him a girl or something? Oh, he's got one. Yeah, He's married multiple times. Let's get, let's get him a new hobby. You know, and that brings me to my next point. I brought this up on the air. I've yet to watch it, but he teased his newest nomad. Which, you know, obviously DA does that great web series. And did you hear how he teased this? I didn't, actually. Okay, so his newest Nomad, which you can go just by searching Damon Mendelar Nomad. Nomad spelled Damon backwards. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube there. It And subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. You know, field trip snacks will take care of you. He filmed one on his honeymoon last year in Bermuda. And is now releasing it where he's at a restaurant with a fish sandwich, the clear water, the blue skies. Now, we talked about this on the air, and he said that... His wife, at least I think this is on the air, not in the talkback. His wife, Amberly, who we love, right. said, are you going to fill a nomad here? It's beautiful. And he thinks that she just wanted a free honeymoon video, which could have been the case. But he's sitting there, the tripod set up, doing a nomad on his honeymoon? Is she in the video? Is she? Again. The, you don't know? To, I, it's hard for me to comment on, and I am a big Nomad fan. I just have yet to watch the episode. Right. I've had a lot going on. I mean, there are certainly some questions to be asked. I mean, she's also her own entrepreneur, so she understands getting your brand out there, pushing things forward, taking advantage of every opportunity, and being on this trip for the honeymoon was obviously a good chance to do a Nomad because the the Nomad budget's not going to cover a trip to some kind of island. It's a good point. So here, you, oh, as, I mean, of, as of now, flying out later today to go to Port St. Lucie again. Right. Who knows how big that budget so, is? So, I mean, there is there is something to be said for for pouncing in that opportunity. But I, pretty, my wife would have stabbed me with a tripod what? if I was like, I'm bringing this with me for a, for whatever my name is backwards. And first and foremost, I want to say she's wife of the year for allowing him to film this on Nomad. Like your honeymoon should be your time. You kind of just disconnect right. from it all and not, you know, even if you want to film some stuff for yourself and, you know, ha- take back memories. It was but- a Ranger playoff game during my honeymoon, and I had 
was very, very hasn't even know what the score was, let alone ask, hey, can we just sit by the pool bar for a few minutes? Right. Let me watch a little Rangers hockey. Now I've watched a lot of sports on vacations, whether I'm at bars or whatever, yeah. sport on stuff like that. Like I've you know, I've been in Mexico during the NBA finals. But on my honeymoon, it was kind of like, all right, this is my time for you. I'm get- and DA in a tease, and I'm just stunned. I, I am stunned. I, you know, for him not to say this is my time to put the camera, it just shows that show never goes off. And I don't know if I could live up to this in my career. Yeah, it, that's true. We might, we may be going after a level that we're just physically incapable of reaching. How can I? Walk into work every Monday morning preparing to put on Alliance Primetime and live up to the expectations of a man who breaks out a tripod and an iPhone on yeah. his honeymoon to put out work content. And it's not, I mean, you're not, it's not like we're off until primetime begins at usually 10 no. 40 Eastern on a Monday. You've got to get the whole three hour national radio show on the air. Yeah. DA called them my warm ups, but those updates don't write themselves. <laughs> no Monday has infinitely become my busiest day of the week. Now. Yeah. And I enjoy the work. It's not jackhammering out in the middle of the road. Exactly. And for those of you that do that, that's great. But it is by far a busy day. And now I got a guy I got to live up to expectations who's, you know, shooting shows on his honeymoon. Yeah. And how, writing. How do you live up to that? And writing endless emails. Yes. And yeah. on that note, he's heading to Florida for the rest of the week. I will not be in the chair, thankfully, because I've worked out a sweetheart deal. Uh, Jody Mack will be hosting. You will be there. Pete, the body Bilotti will be there. Uh, you know, I'll leave you with this. Are we getting any Mac attacks this week? I mean, three shows really ups the ante. One, I would probably say no, but three... Some somewhere within three straight. That's nine hours of radio for us. Who knows what he's doing before or after he gets on the air during DA's window, whether it's in Philadelphia or on satellite or here in New York as well, locally. I would think we're going to get one of them. Okay, and I'm just going to say this. Pete the body, I'll say this to his face, he will be too scared to tell us if Jody does. He See, he's a hypocrite because he loves playing the drop and you all of that. You need to be on that wall. Right, he but he would rather get the drops from somebody else when Jody Mac did the show. Yeah, because he's gonna feel like if he plays that, that Jody's gonna look at him saying, "Oh, I said that with you. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. pull that." So I need other people to look out for. I don't think Pete will be a team player here and look for a Mac. Attack. Uh, I'll pay attention. I also already think that that Jody, it's been different with Jody since We've all this that. started. Yep. So I I don't know if I'm overreacting to it, reading body language incorrectly or whatever. But I think I'm already in. The you know what with with Jody for this, so I, I'm all in. I'll pay attention. All right, great. So there we go. So if there is a Mac attack, please tweet at me and Bogus. Don't tweet at Pete because we think Pete's yeah, a rat. Useless. And rats need to cheese. He's not. He's not a rat. He's just weak. He, mentally weak. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do for PGP. We really Very cover all love bases you, Pete. here. Do you enjoy your vacation? You deserve it. Yeah, we can't wait for four more nomads. Uh, you could follow Andrew Bogus on Twitter. Port St. Lucie Part Two. Yeah, not at Port St. Lucie. At Andrew Bogus, you can follow me at Marais CBS. Take care, everyone. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 